0: So, hello and a big warm welcome to everyone. My name is Marion Rose, PhD, and with me here today, I have Aletha Salter, also PhD, and we're here as part of our conversation series to talk about aware parenting, and today we're going to be talking about limits, loving limits. So, welcome, Aletha. Thank you. It's good to talk with you again. Yes, So I'm so enjoying our conversations. So, loving limits, or limits, what yeah. are... What are they? that's the first question Imagine lots of parents ask what are, what are
1: limits yeah big important question um first of all before i say anything else i want to acknowledge you for the term <laughs> loving limits you coined that term i think and i kind of stole it and used <laughs> it in my <laughs> i use it a few times in my book um cooperative and connected and um because i like the term so much before that i just talked about limits but just talking about limits, you have to set a limit, you know, it sounds harsh, it sounds authoritarian, and that's not what we want to be doing. So loving limits, I I like that term. I mean, it's loving, it's the loving part, we're connecting, we're we're showing empathy to the child, we're, you know, acknowledging the child's feelings, but there is that limit there too. So it's two components to it. So thank you for the term. Yeah, (laughs) so I think I just kind of defined it too, didn't I? Um, Yeah, well, we can't, basically, we can't let children do whatever they want, okay? I think we all know that. I think the question is how, how to stop them, how to set these limits in a way that doesn't damage our relationship with them, doesn't make them feel bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think it takes us further into... The, the the whole piece around it, which is why why do children sometimes do things that we might want to set right? Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. So so that, exactly, we need to delve beneath the surface and figure out why they're acting the way they do. And part of it may be lack of information. A big reason is often that they have pent emotions, accumulated stress, unhealed trauma, and they just need to release that either through laughter or crying uh one of the main tension release mechanisms so when we think of it that way when we think of their behavior that way it does make it easier to find a way to set the limit lovingly rather than thinking oh they're just misbehaving you know you gotta teach them who's the boss and you know no tv for you if you keep acting like that that that's okay that's when we kind of don't really understand why they're acting the way they do
0: yeah and Um, i love your model you know i i I quote it probably three times a week the reason that three reasons for children's unenjoyable behavior uh, need for information unmet needs or pent-up painful feelings and really yeah third reason aren't we in terms of loving limits
1: very often yes yes yeah so um you know one one main thing that we need to set limits for is when children are acting hurtfully, you know, when they're acting hurtfully for, with, with other children, when they're throwing blocks at the window, they're hitting other children, they're hitting the baby, <laughs> you know, all that um, kind of very disagreeable behaviors. Uh, sometimes we just need to step in and just stop them physically. So I make an important distinction between the use of force and the use of violence force, loving force, okay, Um, to keep everyone safe is very different from violence. Um, You know, and sometimes we need to restrain their arms and legs if they're using them to hurt someone. Sometimes we need to just give them a a, a loving hug, uh, you know, gather them into our arms and a loving embrace to, to kind of stop them from doing what they're doing sometimes we can say no you know but um often for for aggressive behavior we sometimes need to just stop them physically and it's okay to use our strength if we do it lovingly and not hurtfully we're not going to hit them um obviously (laughs) so yeah um and then when we what were you going to well, say? What
0: I love it really about your approach, about the aware parenting approach, is that the whole paradigm is a completely different paradigm from, you know, what I call behaviorism, which is the reason children are doing these things is not because you know they're bad or they're misbehaving. Right. Or right. They're asking for it or they're deliberately being annoying. And mm. and likewise, we don't need to respond with in those old paradigm ways. We don't need to respond with harshness or punishment or punitiveness or threats. Mm. or disconnection, we can actually respond with limits that are loving, that actually
1: That's prevent right. behavior. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I tell parents, don't be afraid to just intervene physically if you need to. It's okay. Your job is to keep your children safe, to keep other people safe. To You know, if they're trampling the flowers, you need to do something. Tell them to stop explain why, explanations are important, but children don't often respond to just no or stop. Yes. Um, and so sometimes, especially young children, but sometimes we just need to, to stop them.
0: Yeah, And I often and find that yeah. I might start to explain loving limits to people and they kind of go, yeah, but my child doesn't stop, they keep doing it. And then, you know, they must be misbehaving and to really understand that, yeah the way i explain it is where we're saying no to the behavior that we're saying saying yes to the underlying feelings that are causing that behavior and and the love actually gives the foundations either with the you know i'm not willing for you to do that i'm going to stop you and the explanation Mm -hmm. but we're giving love and i'm here and i'm listening to actually so that the underlying feelings can be expressed instead of the hitting or the pulling the flowers out or whatever it is.
1: Yes, I like that, saying no to the behavior, but yes, I love you. And yes to the feelings under underneath the behavior. Yeah. Very important distinction. Yes. So they're
0: not just gonna they're probably not gonna just go, oh okay then yes I'll stop hitting, I'll stop (laughs) they're gonna start maybe doing more and they may be trying to pull out more flowers or maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's there's another, another piece to this whole um, setting limits that I, uh, I, I consider very important. And that's when children, they're not necessarily aggressive, but just doing something they're really demanding, might be disruptive, agitated, acting rude. And those are times when they often need a, a, a pretext to start crying and sometimes our limit can help them start crying and and again we can use a physical limit we can hold them we can use play limits can be playful we can say okay looks like you know um i need to i need to find the off button here you know that's not my favorite you know just pretend they're a machine and this Age of devices, you know, that, that they connect with that idea, okay, the on button, the off button. So it's often, it's often, is it here, is it here, is it here, you know? Young children, they, they will surprisingly stop their behavior after a while when you've found what they've decided is the off button. So there's just lots of playful ways to do that. But I think one of the, one of the most effective ways to set limits in those kinds of situations, is to limit ourselves, to limit where we're willing to do for them. And that's a piece that a lot of parents don't always think of, and it took me a while to get to that concept. I mean, it's okay, I mean, if they're demanding, I want the blue cup, I want the blue cup, you know, and and it looks like they're on the verge of, they're they're worked up and they're, uh, it looks like, you know, there's, tantrum brewing <laughs> or ready to come out or they just need to really you know release some emotion it's okay to say i'm not really you know the blue cup is in the dishwasher i'm not willing to get it out and wash it by hand for you but here's the red one um so we're limiting our own behavior
0: um,
1: we're, we're not we're not trying to get them to change we're just say what we're willing to do we're, we're not willing to do that or a child is, let's say you're walking, going for a walk. Your child, you're carrying your child. Let's say it's a two-year-old, and your your back starts to hurt a little, and you they're they're kind of fussy and demanding and um, squirming around. It's okay to say, you know, my back hurts. I'm really not willing to carry you anymore, but I'd be happy to hold your hand while we walk. Yes. Well, when we do these kinds of things, though, we have to be ready to. Go into listening at that point we have to be ready for the the yeah. crying that will probably happen yes. yeah and, and, and and I not, think this important piece of limits is again setting limits on what we're willing to do yes. yeah no i'm not willing this is going to be the last story i'm not i really don't feel like reading any more stories tonight um and, and we can use that you know obviously we use it at times when it really is you know a real need of ours but we can kind of you know set these limits on ourselves too when sure we could read another story but when we feel that the child needs a pretext as a child so we create this the broken cookie you know the broken cookie phenomenon a pretext to cry yeah
0: and what i love about that is you know when we're looking at those three reasons for the unenjoyable behavior and we're we're initially thinking, well, this is probably going to be a need. I've got the birds coming in, so I'm going to put my headphones <laughs> in. <laughs> you know, if we're going through those your three reasons and we've given them information, they're still doing all this stuff, and then we've met the need and met the need and, you know, tried to yeah. you know, do what they say and they're still acting in unenjoyable ways, then it clearly tells us that that actually isn't an unmet need. So then we're, when we can, then we can go to the loving limit. So I think that can also give reassurance to parents. Yeah. But, but, you know, maybe it's an unmet need and maybe they really need to be picked up. But, you know, if they've been, if we do the thing and they're still, you know, avoiding eye contact or having a whining voice, all mm-hmm. of those things that usually indicates it's feelings rather than an unmet
1: need. Yeah. I, I, I use kind of a rule of three here to decide okay. by parents, you know, if you've met your child's very demanding and whining and you've done like three things to meet their needs yes. and there's still nothing's yes. right yeah i love that <laughs> are, you know obviously not every situation you can use rigid rule because some, we don't yes. want to miss your needs obviously. yeah of course um but um you know they want the red cup and that's not right then they want the blue one then yes. they might they, they whine because they want you to cut up their potatoes and you didn't cut them upright and then they didn't want that green stuff on their plate and yes. you know it, it can go on and on so this yes. after a while <laughs> oh Maybe I just need to say yes. no. I'm
0: going yes.
1: to do that for you.
0: Yes.
1: And, yes. and then they'll have
0: the cry that they need yeah. to
1: have. Yeah.
0: Because it isn't actually an unmet need. And if we, right. I think that probably takes us into the next piece that you're talking about. Is is the topic of permissiveness, which is right. We're constantly yeah. thinking it's an unmet need and doing and doing doing, and they're and they're getting mm-hmm. more and more whiny and more and agitated and asking for everything and never happy. That mm-hmm. can be one of the consequences, can't it? Do you want to talk more about that? Though?
1: yeah permissiveness this is when when we don't set necessary limits uh and and that i think parents uh, uh, i mean some parents find it difficult to set limits lovingly so they don't because they didn't have the role models and they they don't know how it, it, we're not born knowing how to, how to do this parenting thing and so, um they might not set limits they might worry about hurting their child or, or They think limits are, they're remembering that limits were set harshly for them, and so they don't dare set them. Also, I think there's a fear of tears and tantrums. Yes. I think that some parents kind of tiptoe around and try to keep our children happy all the time. I I call it the happiness trap. I mean, we're not, you know, our job is not to keep our children happy at all times. Our job is to meet their needs. Yes. So I think that's a pretty important distinction. Yes. And part of meeting their needs I mean, is including
0: the need to express feelings, the most pent-up feelings. exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, but with over when we fail to set limits, they can become very demanding. That continues; they never get a chance to cry because there's never the limit that they don't have the pretext to cry about. But it can, it can also, um, can also damage our relationship a little bit with them. I mean, they because we're going to become resentful. Yes. You know, we carry them on our the back hurts. Yeah. We read 10 stories and we really don't like, want to read.
0: Them. Yes. If we,
1: if we wash every cup by hand, <laughs> you know, just because they want it right now, we're going to start to feel resentful.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah.
1: And so that's not good. Yeah. And that they're going to get confused. They're yeah. Going to get anxious. Oh, mommy's, mommy's, mommy's resentful. Mommy, mommy's yeah. a little impatient. What have I done wrong? Yeah. It, it can get kind of difficult oh. <laughs> yeah so it's better to be
0: authentic they need us to be authentic yes i love that i love that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i think parents so in other paradigms of parenting often here you need to be consistent and i always say no this isn't about consistency this is about authenticity uh-huh. sometimes i may be willing to do four times and other times it's going to be two times where i'm actually going i think this you need to cry here i think this is feelings. So i'm not going to do the third thing yeah but i love yeah. that authenticity
1: yeah the children feel reassured when we are authentic okay. when we're honoring our own needs yes. it's reassuring to them because things make sense they yes. see our facial expressions consistent with the message we've yes. given yes. and that everything's clear
0: okay. if we, you know yeah go ahead yeah well i remember you saying i wonder if you'd say a little bit more about that because i remember you saying that sometimes children will keep on doing the unenjoyable things because they're not getting that consistent response from us. Yes. They're hearing. So would you say more about that?
1: It is one reason, one of the many reasons my children test, you know, test, and before <laughs> they test the limits. They test limit. They, they may be looking for that uh, authenticity from us. And, yes. and what, how, how, what does mommy really need? I sense she's, she's saying yes, and I see no on her face. And, uh, you know, so they, they need that from yes. us. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. it's so beautiful, isn't it? Because it's so different from that—that that, you know, the behaviorism paradigm that they're doing it because they're trying to rile me up, or they're naughty, or they're misbehaving. It's actually they're—they're they're wanting us to be authentic. You know, they're inviting that from us. It's yeah. a beautiful way yeah. of seeing children.
1: Yeah. So they're essentially saying, "I'm con-
0: I'm confused okay. here. What?
1: How far can I go so that I get some something genuine from my parents
0: here? Some genuine, <laughs> yes, clear cut." Yes. yes yeah which is a very different perspective isn't it from they're doing it because they're yeah they're just seeing how far they can get away with things or you know whatever that yeah right um and just as we're coming to an end here i'd love to hear you know people often say well children just generically need boundaries and you know would you say something in response oh yeah
1: yeah i've heard that a lot children well children need limits you know i don't think children are I don't think there's an inherent need for limits uh, per se I mean I think but I think setting limits can meet other needs like we've talked about the need for consistent I mean I mean authenticity um, it can meet their need to cry when they yes. when it, when it's a loving limit and it's, it's not a genuine need yes. um, so it can meet their need for information no I can't let you do that I can't let you grab that glass figurine at our friend's house it's breakable uh, I take it away so they get information so there are other needs that are met by by setting limits but to say that children just need limits be just limits it doesn't make sense to me yeah
0: (laughs) how about you yeah to me loving limits it's within a context isn't it it's within a relational context they they need limits for those reasons but not just some random kind of thing that right. we decide there's
1: a right I mean it's it's we're in a relationship. with it. it's like we we wouldn't say to our partner my partner needs limits you know? <laughs> I mean even though we might think that um <laughs> we need clear communication from us yes. need. We need conflict resolution we need yes. to state our needs and our feelings and we're not setting limits in that we're setting I mean we're we're communicating yes yes I love
0: that I love that. Yeah, I'd love to say one last thing. It was it actually took me quite a while to learn loving limits to with my daughter. I don't know if you remember. I had the picking up thing that I would always pick her up, and took a It took you me a, long, took me a long time to to really. Yeah. It's often a feeling I find for me in my body when I really, it's a real, that's real com, the confidence that this is. You know, they're going to be fine and actually they need this to release the yeah. feelings or to get the consistent yeah. and it, it took me practice I, I'm wanting to show mm-hmm. that in case people are going well I don't quite know you know sometimes we'll be a bit I find it a bit not enough with the limit and too much with the compassion and other times maybe a bit too much limity not not often that way but you know it, it takes time to practice so that's it does. And we're not going to get it right all the time. Nobody gets it right. We're going to miss real needs. We're going to miss <laughs>
1: opportunities to help them cry. We're going to self-sacrifice. Okay. And when there are babies, you have to self-sacrifice. Right? You have to rape feed them in the middle of the night. You know, it's just yes. that, that needs to shift at some point. You yes. need to stop the, yes. you know, the self-sacrifice. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 hard. Yeah. It's all, um, setting limits is, is hard for those of us who weren't raised this way. And um, yeah. I certainly wasn't. No. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for bringing this paradigm into the world so that we have the clarity. Oh, that's what is, that's what's going on. And that's what I can do. So thank you so much for your work. And yeah. I look forward to our next conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Good talking with you. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye.